Special edition, we are live with one of the funniest people on the damn planet, Brian Pesane. He's in town at Helium Comedy Club all weekend long. What's up, Brian? Great to have you here, man. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to see you, dude. We've seen you in so many stuff over the years. This weekend, you're going to be at Helium. Just I, I, We were talking a little bit before the show here at We Are Live. Uh, St. Louis loves you, man. It's like a thing. I don't know if it's Jeremy Essek I just knocking on people's that. doors before you come to town or what's going on. Man. Like It's a really cool setup that you have whenever you come in. Yeah, I've always done well. You have, there. yeah. yeah. Uh, it's one of, those, one of those cities and one of the few that I still do because I'm trying to do less comedy clubs. but uh, More acting, more writing. Well, it, when I go out on the road, I like to do rock clubs because yeah. then I'm in and out. Right. Uh, comedy clubs, you're there for three days. Right. So I do less of them, and I really only do like my favorite cities. I do, uh, and most of them are heliums now. Right. Like I do Portland every year, and then there's you know San Francisco, what's not a helium, but uh, that's kind of it on the West Coast. And then I do Chicago and St. Louis every year, and that's that's really cool. You know, but. It, but to be in a place in your career where you can kind of pick and choose, I mean, it wasn't always yeah. like that. Oh, no. <laughs> just just recently. <laughs> just recently. What yeah, took you to I that can, next level? Go, eh, Florida can wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're not hitting the Tampa. Uh, what does Tampa well, have an I improv? Used to what do, do have? Yeah, I used to do all those chains. Yeah. And I got to move away from those chains. And I, uh, I like myself more. Good for you. I, I like you I, more I, now, I too. I feel better in the morning when I wake up in a hotel. Yeah. Uh, when I know I'm not there. <laughs> Like, when you're not heading to Tampa yeah, Rock Station. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes, man. No, so, gosh, so again, if, if St. Louis is one of your, I guess, specified cities that you hit, what are some of the, I guess, more memorable rock clubs that you've done in your time? I mean, it means a lot to you. You're a huge music fan, uh, and, and it's actually like part of you as a character, as a person. What are some of the clubs that you've hit that uh, are memorable in, in as far as your performances go? Uh, boy, um, some of the, like, Electric Factory out in Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I've done so many over the years. and <laughs> they, they add up, don't yes. they? Yes. Well, do you, you think smoking, that... Yeah. <laughs> smoking things after the show smoking doesn't help remember. Are you currently smoking anything? Yeah, not right the second. But, <laughs> I bet you wish you were. But Ameri oh, America, <laughs> uh, California with the legal thing, It's uh, I, I've leaned into it. Yeah, and that's... <laughs> <laughs> And we love you for that. That's why it's, it, I gained it, a little weight in the last because I had lost, and then I gained more back because now I have uh, weed apps and and uh, food delivery apps. Good for you. And if you time them properly, that's, that's it works out. <laughs> it's a hell of an afternoon, right? Yeah, yeah. or late evening or whatever, yeah. or any day. Can we talk about being tall? And if you lose fifty pounds, people are like, "Did you knock a couple pounds off?" Right, if right. anyone else did this, this would be a huge accomplishment. Yeah, I did seventy. And did you? Are like you're looking slim. And I'm like, <laughs> I worked my ass off, but that, yeah, and then I gained half back. But yeah, well, that happens. You can happens. knock it off again. I uh, think so. I, I'm curious. I heard you, I remember your rounds that you were doing some promotion for your book that you put out. And it's, it's really impressive to see, again, as somebody who's a multifaceted talent like yourself, Forever, Forever Nerdy came out end of last year. Uh-huh. How has the how has the release been? I know you've you've worked on so many things over the years, but as far as this book in particular, how is it received? Are you happy now looking back on? It? I'm sure it was like what a two year um, process. To, yeah, to I'm be? really happy I did it. Yeah, um, it's done well so far, and then it's one of those things that's now it's it's out there forever, and and it'll continue to sell books. You know, work that way. But uh, for me personally, like it was the hardest 
I've ever worked on anything, and uh, but I also had a lot of fun doing it. And right. now that it's done, like it's it was a lot of relief, like right after it, because yeah, I it was supposed to be six months, and it stretched out to like eight months, and then rewriting almost a year. And and my editor self-inflicted was like, or uh, well, it was me taking my time with it, you know. Yeah. And I'm also a bit of a procrastinator, but. Uh, so the first two months, I didn't get much done, and then, <laughs> Thanks, and then I realized like eighty thousand, yeah. or I had to do seventy-five to eighty-five thousand words. So right in there, and that's a lot of words. Yeah, and, absolutely. And then is. once you've done like twelve thousand, and it's not even close, you're like, oh my god, like, <laughs> so many more. Yeah, it was it was a ton of work, and my son uh, and my wife put up with a lot because my hours really changed. I still haven't gotten back to like regular hours because it. Uh, I was staying up. I always stay up late because of stand up. Yeah. But for this, I was up till like four in the morning almost every night. Uh, Just knocking out. Yeah, page that was when I was page. getting my most work done. Is after they go to sleep, mm-hmm. my wife and son, and then so like from ten thirty to four in the four a.m. Which I makes was, the whole morning just gone. Yeah, then I wasn't getting shit done the next day. Yeah, yeah. How old is your son now? Uh, he'll be 10 uh, in two weeks. Is he, what's he picking up in the creative department? He's into everything. Uh, and uh, he's my mini nerd, uh, or mini me. You know, He's into everything nerdy that I'm into. And, is it the uh, best feeling in the world? It's super fun. I would have had a son earlier if I knew I was going to have like a dude to hang out with. You know, like, <laughs> right. Like... <laughs> Instead of hanging out with my bullshit friends for all those years, <laughs> like, you know. I mean, that I know you had struggles growing up and, and losing your father at a young age. Uh-huh. I mean, is there wisdom that you pull from that that kind of keeps you in check to be the best dad you can be? Like, I know it's super important to you, and it's just it's interesting to see the process for somebody who stays super busy to be a great parent, too. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't... Yeah, it was a little inspired by me not having that and wanting to be, like, the the best version of of me as a dad that I could be. Um, But it's it's been really easy you know once you have them and you know they might, all the clichés that everybody says about having a kid all tr- are they totally seem to be true, true. right it's hilarious yeah. and you know i had a friend go hey man you know i would say really messed up stuff about commercials or something or like some kid joke or whatever i see something on tv and it was a, a, a long time ago and a friend of mine's like you won't say dark stuff like that after you have a kid. Right. Yeah, you right, really man. don't. <laughs> I got. I'm still dark about other things, but right. not about that. Uh, you know, no. It, it's interesting like, how totally that changes people too. Yeah. I'm 34. I don't have any kids, but I see too many people I respect and understand that they're normal. Like I'm like, oh, they got them too. And <laughs> right. it's one of those things where it's like, no, they're not just telling you that because they want you there too. It seems to be a very, very real experience. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. So, as far as being a dad who's uh, had a voice on The Simpsons, like, is that something that young kid checks out? I mean, like, what are some of the, I guess, projects that you've worked on in the past, present, future that are going directly to your son? Oh, so I mean, he can't watch a lot of it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The stand-up, he knows. He's been like, uh, he came to my second to last recording. I did one in San Diego that Bobcat uh, directed, um, uh, criminally posane. And he came to the to that show yeah. and hung out in the green room, but like wasn't able to really watch me, uh, you know. And uh, but the fact that he was there probably yeah. will always stick with him. 
so he knows what I do, but he knows I do a lot, which might be weird for him too. You know, like he goes, tough to focus in. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, okay, he's written this book. He's writing. A, I'm, he, I'm in the middle of. Uh, well, I'm almost done. I just uh, uh, wrapping up on a comedy metal record I did with Scott Ian and Brendan Small and Are a bunch serious? of other dudes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just full of like guest stars, but I'm finishing that up. So he's heard me bring home songs that I'm working on. That's got to so be. So Daddy also writes comedy metal songs <laughs> with these rock star friends. Right, right, and then right. I wrote a book last year, and then I'm writing an animated show with him uh, that he came up with an idea. So we're going to take an idea out and with see, to show him like the pro the process of writing and that kind of thing. If he's 16, he's going to be a showrunner <laughs> yeah, for hopefully. something. What is happening? But like, so he doesn't, like, daddy's weird. Daddy does a bunch of things. And That's going to make him super interesting. And to go to the comedy store some nights and, you know, things like that. So. Right. Joey Diaz watches yeah. him while, he go, while you go up on stage. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, kid. No. My son will never even meet Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So your son's been to the comedy store? No. But, okay. Uh, but okay. he knows daddy goes. Right, right, like, right. Like right in the middle of, oh, I'm reading, and yeah. then I got to go. You know, like, That's fit. Comedy store. Because I'm gone on the weekend, and right. he understands that, but yeah. then he also sees at 1030 at night I have to go do a set. Right. Which most kids, because... Comedy store, you can do sets at eleven o'clock midnight, and you on know a, on a Tuesday. Kind of yeah, yeah, so he's getting he's getting used to a lot of different things. <laughs> this kid is so ridiculously <laughs> rad, man. He knows what's going on. Uh, again, if you guys are watching live, you need to go see Brian this weekend. He's at Helium Comedy Club. A great show last night. You know we love Helium. You guys got to go out and support uh, Brian all weekend. If you have tickets at the time, I'd get tickets now. Make sure that happens. You've worked with uh, St. Louis Comic. We've worked with Jeremy Essig before. What was the connection that brought you guys together? I thought that was interesting. We've talked to you before, but I think it'd be, uh, uh, people would be interested. Just that he's so funny. We met. I can't remember. I feel like we didn't meet in St. Louis. I feel like we met in uh, Bloomington, Indiana at the, uh, another club that I always do. Uh, As most creatives do. Yeah, Bloomington, yeah. Indiana is where it all comes together. Well, it's... It's a college town, yeah. and it gets in the. It's run by a comedy fan, the comedy attic, and uh, the guy's. You know, he started his business when he was like early twenties, and he was just a total comedy nerd, and opened up this little spot. I feel like that's where Jeremy and I met, and uh, hit it off. Just you know, he's a super funny dude. He's super smart. Into music. Uh, into Plays music. music. Yeah. We're pretty much uh, politically the same, and right. you know, that kind hardcore of thing. Republican. So, I get it. Yeah, total, <laughs> total right wingers. <laughs> Where did you grow up? Uh, Sonoma, California. Sonoma, California. Yeah. yeah. So uh, right wing hotbed. But <laughs> <laughs> I think the face of the GOP. I think Brian Pesain, everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I look forward to your next book. You'll be co-authoring with Trump. Right? <laughs> sure, for sure. <laughs> it should be great. Put a comedic twist on it. Mm -hmm. Did you, speaking of that, uh, we don't have to go too far into it. Uh, this is so far off the radar, but it's made me think. In regards to politics, uh, just the uh, the correspondence center. Remember when Michelle Wolf did the thing? Uh -huh. I thought that was so funny. It was great. Everything like that. In today's world, whatever, uh, the guy's trying to be a bully and then kind of um, taps out on uh, on comedy at a correspondence dinner. What does that make you feel like as an artist or just a human even? Oh, that he won't even go? That he won't even participate in the thing, and he kind of makes a living off of uh, picking on people, right? Yeah, I hadn't even thought of it like that. 
Um, you know, I just think he's like one of the most thin-skinned presidents we've yeah. ever had. And, and uh, you know, you saw that before he was even president. And I, I almost, this is a conspiracy theory, but I almost feel like he's president because of that time when Obama picked on him. The, the, I've, and I've, I've heard, heard other that people thing too. talk about it, and I totally agree with that. But like, I just things, feel like yeah. he was just like, no one makes fun of me. <laughs> I'll show him. <laughs> You that know, could definitely be I, it. I just feel like that, that like in, that's not the whole reason, but no, I no, feel no. like it was a big, big part of him even jumping in. Because he acts like he doesn't want to do the job half the time, too, so, right. which is a weird thing for Hum- a president. Humans can be motivated in very strange ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> spite. The, our first spite president. First spite <laughs> president. Okay, so I, you don't have to stick around here too much longer. I know you've got a busy day. What, mm-hmm. uh, give me some background on the cartoon with your son. That's super interesting. Well, I, I, we haven't even taken it anywhere. No, I'd like the so, idea given to uh, me so I can put uh, it. Well, we're hooked up with the people, uh, Stupid Buddy, that did, uh, um, um, God, uh, the stop motion thing that's so good. Um, I'm an idiot. Uh, robot Chicken. Okay. I thought it's that was the, too obvious. Sorry. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. Robot Chicken people, um, and they've done a ton of other animated things. But this is a kid show. It's basically my kid saying, well... He came up with this thing. I, I can't even do it, but but he, we wrote a song together about this character, these two characters, and it was just a thing that he and I would sing with our wife, or with our wife, my wife, <laughs> his strange, mom, yeah. his mom, and uh, we, it was just a family thing. But it was funny, and yeah. uh, so I kind of uh, pushed him to to uh, you know. Um, Flesh it out, really. Yeah. Like, uh, hey, wh- well, who are their friends? What do these guys do? And that kind of thing. And then we made up a world. And then I went to a buddy of mine who's and he's a, just being a, a kid. an artist, and uh, my friend just drew it for us because I was, tr- I can kind of draw, and I so I drew the first main two characters for my son, and then I had my buddy, you know, do a better version yeah, yeah. and kind of flesh out these other characters, and and then we're just like my buddy and I both went. Holy crap! This is a show. Like, <laughs> the kid done it. And, yeah, and let's let's take this out and like how many people go out with an eight-year-old at the time, you know? But we've been developing it, so he'll be ten by the time we're actually pitching it to people. But we're going out to a bunch of places in uh, in May. So Doogie uh, Passain at the end of May. So that's fantastic. Seriously, congratulations on that opportunity. It's very cool. Um, and if nothing happens, then he, he learns about disappointment. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> well, there's a little bit of that yeah, in your always, world. There's some like oh yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> of all the stuff that I've been on, there's all the stuff that I didn't get on, and you know, and does it ever surprise the you? Yeah, and just all these things, and he sees a little bit of that, but uh, you know, I, I don't want to paint my world as a you know a, a rough thing, but it's there's highs and lows, and I think you know, even at the it's level of success, to show a kid that it certainly is. You got to work hard for anything. You know? Absolutely, at the level of success you've attained, I mean, there's still you get told. I think that's the most interesting thing when you get to know people like yourself. That uh, you're still like you've done all this stuff. Check out the IMDb. Just it goes forever. By all stretches and all just points, you've been an extremely successful career uh-huh. on multi multi platforms and facets, whatever you want to say. I still bet you get told no more oh, than yeah. you get told yes. Oh yeah, about and some projects of the, oh, there's anything. been some rough ones, and when they go, I've had, I've missed Brian Posehn parts. Like, I've had things oh, that no. say a Brian Posehn oh, type no. and then not gotten them. <laughs> like, when you're not Brian Posehn enough. <laughs> Who steals those roles? 
Harlan Williams. God <laughs> damn it, Harlan. <laughs> you were up for Sorority Boys, weren't you? I was. Damn it, Brian. No, that's a, t- yeah. Oh and then God. he was up for Mission Hill. Are you serious? But, but we've had other stuff since then. Yeah. And there's other guys now. There's all these other, you know, character actor guys that get things. Uh, I hope you're on the same page. And, yeah. <laughs> no, Harlan and I are, are friends whenever we, uh, and he knows, you know, we've had that. I was going to say, you'd rather have a mean adversary because Harlan seems like the best guy on the the planet. And we're friends forever because we did uh, a gathering of the Juggalos together. So we bonded. It's like we went to Nam. We performed in front of Juggalos at Was the, the money morning. worth it? It was, and the stories were. <laughs> the money, it was the most I've ever been paid to do stand-up, ever. Still. One time? Yeah, paid? one shot. Did you do an hour? No. Not even. 25 minutes. 25 minutes. Yeah. Six figures? Uh, no. Uh, how many figures? How many? What's that? What's a lot figures? of money. Yeah, it, it was a lot. For 25 minutes? Yeah. But how and much it was meth like, did you do I on the way I was working in? on Metalocalypse at the time, and I got a call from my agent. And I went in at Brendan's one, Brendan Small, name drop, but sorry, he's one of my closest friends, total metalhead. And so I walk in and I go, dude, I just got asked to do the gathering of Juggalos. He's like, you're doing it right. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I just wanted you to know. Right. That's a really, you talk about uh, Mount Rushmore of achievements in a career. The Juggalos. It was pretty Was insane. there any back... So I know people that have run production for like their live shows and stuff, and they were like, yeah, it was actually weird. He was kind of nice. Like the guys that were like the, the dudes, the ICP dudes. I have never met Sleepy and Slappy or whatever their names are. Mm-hmm. Johnny Tito they just signed or whatever the their names are. <laughs> I don't know. It's so, not Sleepy or Slappy or Johnny Well, Chico, they're coming in right after this oh, for shit. an interview. Yeah, yeah. This is... Uh, we're the number one boop, boop. Uh, ICP... <laughs> So where's your, hat, where's your hatchet man tattoo? Oh, yeah. I gotta know. On my balls. <laughs> Little stick and poke action at, yeah, the, yeah. at the thing? Okay, good for you. Anything, anything even remotely close to that you, that you performed at in metal clubs or anything? Like a Gwar well, show? Did you ever work with Gwar? No, no, no. That would be fun. Yeah. No, but I, I opened for Slayer in Austin, Texas. And that was a little intense. That would be really serious. Uh, there were a couple of dudes who hated me so much for the entire time I was on the stage. They were just flipping me off and yelling Slayer at my face. Oh, my God. And, uh, <laughs> That's the was, thing. Like, it was fun. The- <laughs> like, I like that kind of stuff. Do you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I love killing, but I also like when somebody really hates me. Yeah, that's like, fair. The opposite, to go that hard. Because I don't get the people that just are sitting there and smi- or you know, kind of smiling and not laughing, but the people that are really frowning at everything I say, I'm just like, I want to get in your head. You're making an impact because yeah, the, ap- yeah. the apathy kills you, right? <laughs> right? That's horrible to deal with. <laughs> right. But then someone who's expounding energy at your probably pretty funny jokes <laughs> right. are not. That's not. That's not a good thing for them, <laughs> no. right? I, it just that just reminded me. Do you remember? Did you ever do Ozfest stuff? No, I've never no. performed at Ozfest. But you, but you remember Ozfest, oh, right? Oh, I've gone to them. Do you remember yeah. in like I would have been? It would have been like 2002, whenever the Andrew WK thing was taken off, and he went on Ozfest, and he wasn't metal enough for the Oz. I was like, you're picking on Andrew WK? Like, I can oh yeah, yeah. It, it goes deep with uh, with people in those lines. Now, as far as your crossover from super specific culture into like pop culture, who's worse? The metalhead at the Austin show, or a bridal party at like a regular comedy club in uh, in somewhere. Oh, way bachelor parties are way worse <laughs> that's than the, one dude. That's the bad. Yeah, because okay. it's just six ladies who don't like me. Right. Looking at each other, going, "Whose idea was this?" Yeah. <laughs> 
But I've had good bachelorette parties. Sure. I've had lesbian nerds that came because nice. they're my fans. Of course. <laughs> you know, and that one's, those, I've had a couple of those, and I'm like, God bless you. <laughs> Please, we should book more of <laughs> yeah, these more type of, of those. Uh, culture, is it, I had to ask you this because it's super top of mind and everybody's freaking out over it, millions of people in on it. Is it strange to you the way you grew up, the things that you're into, the things you're probably an expert at, that Game of Thrones is the most popular thing in the world? I don't even know if you're into Game of Thrones, but you can make correlations like dragons and spells and stuff like that to the things in the 80s that were like just craziness, right? Like this is the biggest to, thing in the I world. I try not to dwell on on how weird it is that that pop culture and mainstream people are into the stuff that I've liked my whole life right. and ridiculed me for yeah. because I'm, I would yeah. just be mad all the time. <laughs> and so I, don't, I try not to think about it. Yeah. I try not to think about how, like, how Marvel the world is now, and I've been Marvel my whole life. Right. And, you know, the fact, all these characters, I never thought we would have a Thor movie, and I never thought that, like, you know, I'm not going to, you know, crap on anybody but just normal people would be like oh thor he's so dreamy i never thought you know like a secretary or not that not you no know no i, mean, I know exactly but that's just, the question it's like yeah you can... I, I never thought that regular people would get into all the shit that i'm into and it's 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 strange For uh, but it's week. also cool because yeah. there's if you're making that stuff now there's more people to watch that you know it, it, it's really interesting with the big episode three you had people all over st louis going Cards game, blues game, <laughs> battle of the bath, or whatever, the, the Game of Thrones, and then end game. Right. Like those four things mentioned the same sentence. In 1987, weird, right? that's not yeah, a when thing. People, when sports people are into the stuff that you're into, yeah, yeah, yeah it's strange. It has to be. Uh, you can't get mad about it. No, Cause, you gotta cause appreciate my, it. Because my nerdy life worked out. Right. So it's not like I'm still, uh, you know, sitting in a shitty apartment <laughs> with, with all my stuff going, meh, this is my stuff, no one else, you know. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to let you go. Go see Brian at Helium Comedy Club all weekend long. Before you head out, run, Ronnie, run. I just had to say that while you're in the room uh, as a guy who was probably, I don't know, 16 when that came out. I'm uh, still proud of that thing. Uh, it was really fun. Bob and David don't love it, yeah. but uh, I, I always have. I yeah. mean, uh, it, it is what it is, and I, I think it's really funny. Uh, you know, That's really good to hear. A, a lot of stories about, you know, you, you probably know half the stories about <laughs> what we went through making it yeah. and why, it, you know, it's not perfect, but uh, there's some stuff I'm proud of. Like I came up with the thing of, uh, of Bob because um, his accent was so bad. Yeah. And so I had him, uh, the idea was bo he was born without an accent. So that's, that explained why. I fixed it. <laughs> and I loved, like, I'm still proud of that. <laughs> I was like, it's one of those things. And he was like... cool with it. I was like, Hey, I figured out why, why you can't do a British accent. Your character was born without one. And he's like, all right. <laughs> My goodness. Keep up the awesome work, man. People are going to pack helium this weekend. We're excited to have you in St. Louis. What a pleasure, cool. Brian. Thank Thanks, you so man. much. It's nice talking to you. Absolutely. Thanks, guys.